comedians. Two fantasy football games. Only one can be crowned victorious. Welcome to Fantasy Fantasy Football Football Face-Off. In a week where referee Martin Atkinson is the only person in the world who doesn't want to know who will take a penalty for Man United... When Alan St. Maximum narrowly missed out on Alan St. Maximum bonus and Trent was ill while Liveramento was just sick, we dissect the week that was, the highs, the lows and the many, many no-shows. With a decent week for us both in Sky and FPL, we'll also look ahead to next week, find out who didn't have a good week in Slater's team and hear from our two Premier League chums, because that's what it's all about. Welcome to episode nine of Fantasy Football Face-Off. My name is Fitz and I'm joined, as always, by Tom. How are you, Tom? Hello. I'm well, as ever, I feel like I'd begin every podcast by telling you of what ailment I'm dying of this week. And I've, <laughs> I, I think I'm still recovering from last week's cold. It's now developed into a, a strong, persistent cough. And oh, so I, I may do a live lateral flow test at some point this evening. <laughs> live lateral flow. Oh, good. Well, that will be <laughs> a, a treat for our listeners, won't it? I think you should, mate. Uh, we're over Zoom again. There'll be too much gagging on a podcast for that. Yes. Well, it's the sort of thing you pay for, I imagine. <laughs> but this isn't an OnlyFans account. I imagine, yes, I imagine. Oh dear, well I'm sorry to hear that. I do hope you feel better. I had a bit of a scare myself actually last week on Thursday. I was eating a mint, quite a strong mint, and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I can taste this. And as soon as I thought that in my mind, I went, oh my God, I can't taste it. And uh, yeah, so I, I ended up getting really paranoid. Then I started feeling really kind of ill and coffee and stuff. But yeah, no, so fortunately all better now, which is good. So yeah, I hope you feel better soon. Um, Thank you. If there is anything to to cheer you up, I suppose it's fantasy football, uh, which of course we'll get onto. But it was a very interesting weekend, wasn't it? And um, certainly a lot of teams affected by by the well, not not COVID as such, not by the Rona, but there were a, a hell of a lot of injuries, weren't there, out of nowhere? Yeah, it, and just random dropping of play. And yeah, I think it's frustrating for a lot of fantasy football managers, especially the start. It was a very slow start to the game week, wasn't it? with like Rafinha going off and he returned and he went off injured and then um, the team news in the early games and then the players in people's teams that you'd be wanting to score, like all the Wolves players never performed. Um, yeah, so it's a very slow start. I mean, I wasn't gutted about the Wolves players not performing, uh, as mentioned. Um, I was particularly gutted. So I, I was working on Saturday and as soon as I realised that Wolves didn't have a clean sheet, I was like, brilliant, loads of people put in Marcel, that's good. And... Um, but what I was gutted about was I had my first case of being confused, if you like, by the difference between my Sky and FBL teams. And in that my second, well, basically I saw Saar had scored. I was at work and I was getting the notifications on my watch and I was like, oh my God, Saar scored too. Yes, that's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, and then I looked at my team afterwards. I was like, oh, I don't have Saar. He's in my second Sky team. That literally means nothing. And it, <laughs> it was so annoying. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll get on to yeah, Ishmael I mean, Saar. We've both been fairly vocal that we we didn't have much faith in the Wolves team mm. going forward. And, um, well, so far, at least, that's been shown to be the case. Like Adama Traore, his crosses were... It was actually laughable by the end. I was like laughing with glee as a non-owner, just seeing every single cross just like fly up into the sky, like yeah. n- not even in the general direction of anyone in the box. Jimenez, I want Jimenez. I don't own Jimenez, but I want him to score. I've wanted yeah. to own him, but he just Me too. he just hasn't got it yet. He threw off his headband in disgust. I think maybe that might be a turning point moment, maybe. 
Yeah, I think um, certainly people who like shout out again to to my mate Dave, but yeah, he he went triple walls on his wild card, and you know he's fuming and quite right. I think unfortunately they they played well and passed the eye test in some ways uh, in their early games, but I think they didn't they lose their first three one nil or something. But ultimately they've got nothing to show for it and they can't score a goal. So yeah, I think it was a it was a big call going. Uh, well, a lot goals, of people have done say. it because they they're playing. They're playing good attacking football and mm. they've got such great fixtures. But at the end of the day, they're Wolves. They're not. The, it's not like it's Chelsea or Liverpool or Man City with these fixtures. Yeah. You, it, it's a lot of faith to put in that team when they haven't properly won a game confidently yet. But they won 2-0, yeah. didn't they, uh, last week? But until then, they'd lost the first three games. And then again, yeah. they lost to Brentford. And Brentford looked great. Tony looked amazing. He looked a different class to anyone else on the pitch. Um, and Bremo... I'll probably have him in my team at some point. He's like playing out of position as a striker and he's about 5.5 million, I think. So, well, I think... Um, yeah, I, I was think, more impressed with the Brentford options. Yeah, I oh, couldn't agree more. And I think Ivan Tony, we've got to give some love because um, you were kind enough to message me when I was at work and I was stuck with pesky customers. <laughs> After I felt my watch vibrate, I was like, okay, well, that, well that's a goal. I'm looking at a customer in the face, so I can't look at my watch because I'll seem very, very rude. <laughs> and then I just felt my phone in my pocket vibrating loads. And I was like, okay, good. Well, either Ivan Tony is doing really well or he's doing terribly. And of course, in the first half, <laughs> he scored, got an assist. And didn't he have two disallowed goals in the first half? Two disallowed goals, yeah. That's <laughs> just absolutely nuts. But yeah, very pleased to have kept the faith with him for sure. And I've had a busy weekend with the kids, so... I- I've not watched a lot of football, but what matches I have watched have been sort of over the shoulder of a child whilst I'm changing their bum. And <laughs> I watched most of that Wolves-Brentford game. And I was, even though I don't own any Brentford players, I was just delighted to see Wolves struggling because I know so many people wild-carded them in. And you've got to yeah. enjoy that schadenfreude of people around you not doing well. Yes, well, you do, you do. And in terms of the other games, quick, quickly touch on um, Burnley. Obviously, they lost to Arsenal. Uh, which I'm, I'm sure we'll probably hear from from our mate a bit later on and we might discuss that. Who knows? Uh, were there any other games that caught your eye over the weekend? Well, as a SAR owner and someone who's had SAR in his Sky team since overhaul, and I went for SAR ahead of sort of the likes of Adama Traore and Trincao and the, the Wolves options, I was delighted to see him get two goals against Norwich. I've got him mm. for those this run of fixtures he's got coming up because he had Norwich, he got two, he's got Newcastle next week. And then he's got Leeds, who have got a depleted defence. And then he's played Liverpool, which is a, a tough fixture. But when they're last in the league, he, that's the game where he really rose to fame. Made his and, name, um, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Mane called him out as a, a future star of, of the national team. So, yeah, I'm, I might even keep him in for that one. I may even keep him in for the long run now, to be honest, because I see his price going up in the next few weeks if he continues to play like he mm. has done. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's, I don't know if it has gone up already um, as we record. I don't think it has, but it probably will. And yeah, frustratingly, considering I thought he was in my team, uh, he's very much on my radar for, for next week, for sure. But of course, we will come on to our thoughts for next week later on. Obviously, if we uh, don't forget, the... and it has to be released as a bonus episode this week, <laughs> the Man City Southampton game, that was a surprise. As Annoyingly, I had Livermento on my bench and he didn't come on. Um, but Southampton should have had a penalty in that game. That was a blatant pen, and I don't know why it wasn't. Oh, the, that was the Kyle Walker one, wasn't it? Yeah, I um, yes. I I saw that one, and I've got no idea. Similarly, to, I mentioned in the um, 
the intro, Martin Atkinson must be the only person in the world who doesn't care whether Ronaldo or Bruno takes the pen because there were one or two that were a little bit kind of fair enough dodgy. But that Kurt Zuma one right at the end, it was laughable. It was as a stonewall a penalty as you could ever hope to see. Have you turned the City chat into, into Man United chat? Because the, the most thing we'll to was at the City game. It's a classic Kyle Walker brain fart. He just bundled into the player and he couldn't believe he got away with it. He'd been sent off and then there's like, yeah. no, it was a fine challenge and they just carried on playing. The United mm-hmm. game, I'm not so sure. I think Ronaldo knows what he's doing, trying to play for those penalties. And even though I'm a Ronaldo owner, he will get a few of them this year. I'm happy for that. And he's mm-hmm. definitely going to take them. If he'd have been bundled into to the ground in that game, got that penalty... It was only no chances handing that ball over. (laughs) Which is interesting. It it makes um, Bruno a a tricky asset, I think, because that was a big part of his big part of his game. But we'll we'll see. I'm sure we'll discuss that as well. Also, quick note on the Man United: uh, David de Gea making his first save in I think 41 penalties, which is impressive. So yeah, well well done. Even more impressive as Mark Noble coming off the bench for just one job. It was the best you've one job moment doing, just doing his best bench. Rashford slash Sancho impression from the Euros it was literally the same albeit slightly less pressure I imagine uh, than than Rashford and Sancho had yeah <laughs> but as a Spurs fan I, I can't really feel sorry for Mark Noble but you, you sort of do in a way that like you know he's not going to have much impact this season and that could have been a chance for him to to salvage something for his team and uh, he's just cost them it feels very much like the actions of a man who is close to retirement, I think. and It feels like an episode close, of Ted Lasso. That's what it felt like. It does, yes. Oh, love Ted Lasso. Good reference. Yes, and as a Spurs fan, I need to find joy somewhere because obviously we lost to Chelsea um, in a quite demoralising fashion this week. I mean, a lot of people can lose to Chelsea, but we already seem to not be playing for the manager. It all seems very disjointed. Harry Kane... Looks like he might as well have just been sold in the summer because he's, he, at the moment, he's not playing with... His body language is really poor. When you look at Ivan Tony, the way he was playing at Brentford, that's what we need up front. In a way, you sort of wish we just let him go now. Yeah, it's a um, it's a very difficult one because, as you say, he's uh, he hasn't looked sharp. On the one hand, you know, he he does often take a little bit of time to to warm up in the season. You know, there was famously he didn't score in August for for ages. Yeah, ages, he's, so he always does, but he's, he just he just doesn't seem like he's well. He doesn't want to be there. He said that it's a bit like getting back with a girlfriend after you've already split up, and you're mm. like desperately trying to make it work but there's too much water under the bridge now. And I yeah, think he's yeah. going to end up going somewhere next season for half the money, having just not pulled his weight for an entire season with us. But I'm happy to be proved wrong. Tainted his legacy, perhaps. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, that was that was an interesting game, I think. Um, again, we'll come to this later on, but from a Sky perspective... I made I made a few transfers this week and one of them was to take out the injured Pickford and put in the I didn't realize injured Mendy so that was uh, that was good I was really chuffed to see Kepper um make a make a start there as well ideal <laughs> Oh don't worry that's the exact same transfer I did in Sky and the same happened because yeah. you want to bring in Chelsea defense and you think who's the most safe person in that defense it's only the <laughs> yeah. goalkeeper Exactly but, yeah um, no apparently not It's a case of um you know, the, the medical team slash staff keeping it to themselves, which I think is very unfair. Very unfair. Well, it's, it yeah. seems very common this year. The press conferences seem a waste of time. Like the, yeah. Everton, the Everton team sheet, it might as well have been a reserve team they put out. It was yeah. just a reserve plus the Murray Gray. Oh, look know. at us, Tom. We're getting all political. 
<laughs> I'm not sure that's politics. <laughs> Football politics. Um, yes, exactly right. So, yeah, I think that, you know, it was it was a good weekend. And I suppose it is time for us to have a look at, at our scores and, and how we did. And shall, shall I go first, allowing you to kind of have a, a, a build up, a nice crescendo? Hey, this may be the week where you beat me, Fitz. Game week five. This is your game, FPL. Remember, don't forget, I've never played this before. I'm just a learner. <laughs> so I'm sure you're you're going to beat me. I mean, just by law of averages, you'll beat me once in five game weeks, I'd have thought. So you go first, well, yeah. So um, How did you score? So this this week, it, listening to the pod will remember that this time last week, I was I was pretty apprehensive about the um, the game week. I was a little bit worried that my team wasn't looking very strong. And then when Trent uh, and, of course, Antonio were unavailable, I was even more concerned. But in the end, I got 63 points, which is uh, another green arrow. Uh, so, again, I, I'm, I can't be too disheartened with that. The people that saved me undoubtedly were Salah and Ivan Tony. And if Ivan Tony hadn't done what he'd done, then it would have been a very, very disappointing red arrow for me. Is that um, Ivan Tony who you transfer out until I said, don't do it, Fitz, put him in your side. He's looked good. Uh, well, you you were wise to to say that. I can't remember if we kept that in the edit or not. Hopefully not, but probably <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we'll go back and listen uh, to it and make sure. Yeah, just to make sure, of course. Uh, so what that means is that uh, my overall rank is 160,000. So uh, it's another green arrow in a row. And if, if you remember, listeners, what I said at the end of the kind of last pod, or the, it was the bonus pod, which unfortunately was forgotten. But yeah, I, I wasn't feeling particularly confident. And to, to come away with a green arrow is, is really all I, I could have asked. A lot of really disappointing performances. Luke Shaw is on thin ice in my squad. Um, Brownhill came on for his two points. Um, Mason Jota, Jota, my God, that missed that open goal he missed. Um, it's just painful. So, yeah, I don't think I'm quite at wildcard territory. Um, and if I'm honest, that's mainly because I've got two free transfers and it seems silly to to use a wildcard then. But we'll, we'll discuss that later on, I'm sure. But yes, up to 160K. Um, so Yeah, not... which is a good rank. It's a good rank. Top 2%. Top 2%, absolutely. Um, and having so... two transfers, I think you did the right thing. Just because Did you hold on to Antonio? Held on to Antonio, yeah. So um, again, we'll we'll come on to this. I'm sure when when we look at kind of picking the team for next week. But there are there are a few decent fixtures looking. Um, certainly, Antonio against Leeds. I fancy if Rafinha's fit, that that could be a game where there's seven or eight goals. It would be nice for for Antonio, Kufal, and Rafinha to get all of them personally. But but yeah, so we'll see. Not bad. Um, like I say, I can't be too disheartened. It's another green arrow. It's just bizarre. I'm I'm not that many points behind really, but I'm a long, long, long way behind some other people. So. How about you, Tom? How how did you get on? As if I don't know already. <laughs> well, it was a, a comical teenage score of 69 for me. Um, and that is above the average. I think you said to me at the start, if you get, get above the average every game week, then that's that's good going. So I got a green arrow myself uh, with the 69. I'm now up to, and this is the first time I can say my rank without being embarrassed on the podcast, to be honest. I'm up to 7,356 in the world. Yeah, that is superb because that is genuinely very, very impressive. Well done. You must feel, yeah, I you was, must feel chuffed. 
I was genuinely excited to see my life rank. I got to like 6K at one point in the game week. Um, I'm second in our fantasy football face-off mini league. Sorry to spoiler alert. I'm chasing down Ewan Reedy. Wherever you are, Ewan, I'm coming for you. I'm two points behind you now. Wait, nice. I'm not going to give away a replica shirt this season. I'm going to buy a shirt for myself at the end. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do. Um, like I said at the start, a bit of a frustrating game week because um, I had Jota and I thought after last week, he played so well. I thought this week he return. And um, yeah, he missed that open goal. And then we had the worrying news about Ben Rama possibly being out. Um, Ailing got injured towards the end of the game. I had Ailing. None of my defence did well. Got Dunk for two, Ailing for two, Shaw for two. Trent was injured, which meant Brown came in, even though I had Livermento on. But did captain Salah, 24 points. I had Saar, he was my differential. So he got 15 points. That's just massive, um, isn't it? Yes, I was so chuffed with that because that's a call which I haven't really heard on on many podcasts. There's been a lot of shouts shouts for Wolves, uh, Wolves players, and I just like the look of Saar to start the season. He's on their penalties. He's their main attacking threat, and he's six million in midfield. So mm. I went with it, and it paid off. And then, of course, Ben Rama started and he scored and got the bonus points. So that was ten for Ben Rama, and a lot of people have sold him now because of the fixtures he's got coming up. So yeah. Chuffed for that. Um, it was a shame as a Spurs to lose 3-0 to Chelsea and then Lukaku to end with two points because I've got Lukaku. I thought if we're going to get smashed by Chelsea, at least yeah. Lukaku's going to get a couple of goals. Um, so that was frustrating. But um, yeah, I'm in the top 10K and yeah, couldn't be happier with how that's gone in the first five game weeks. And my team's where I want it to be. I'd like to get ailing out. Um, but for this game week, I'm, I'm happy with who I've got playing because I've got Ronaldo. I'm going to captain against Villa. I've got Salah Jota and hopefully Trent against Brentford. Um, Shaw at Villa, I think maybe this could be the week Shaw returns. And Saar against Newcastle at home. I think he could get some goals again against that defence. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy going into the game week. And then after that's going to come, become a little more complicated because I think we're going to want to go sort of big on Chelsea defenders. So it's trying to shift your money around to get to those defenders and which ones you're going to pick. So um, yeah, it's going to be a bit complicated going forward. I think, um, yeah, I think you're right. You know, it's going to be a, a big period of transition but i mean just to put it into perspective you know i you don't need me to um blow your trumpet as it were but um you having got into the top 10k you know for anyone who's kind of uh, perhaps a casual listener or not p- particularly familiar with with how popular fpl is um there are over 8 million players in fpl so to be in 8 million 185 thousand to be to be precise so to actually get to that point where you are you know in the top 10k is is insane that's that's very very impressive so well done long it's long way to go but you must yeah to to be up there at this stage is is brilliant so with two free transfers and you've still got your wild card in in play right Um, i've actually got one free transfer because i bought i took antonio out so i took antonio out for ronaldo because i had that money oh of course yes so I won't be with Antonio next week, which is a bit of a concern for the next mm. couple of game weeks against Leeds and Brentford. That could hurt me and it could spiral me out of the top 10K. But I'm hoping Ronaldo can match his returns, which I think he can. Well, as a United fan, yeah, I, I hope I hope he can, I suppose. so. But also yeah. I think West Ham going forward, they've still got a fairly thin squad with... Europa League to play. They haven't really got an alternative striker to Antonio. 
So I just, I would have come off them anyway, sort of game week seven. Um, so I'm probably just going to steer clear of Antonio for now and just hope that he doesn't have the form that he had in those early games. No, that's, um, that's fair enough. And we, we'll, we'll come on to, to Antonio, but for me personally, he kind of feels like a potential bit of a, a, a risky captain choice or a differential captain choice. Cause I think he's it, Leeds could be one of those games, you know, if, it's so difficult because you don't know how the rest, the enforced suspension will affect him. And of course he, what was the score in the Southampton game where he got sent off? Wasn't it nil, nil? It was a nil, nil. Yeah. So, you know, that's another game that he, he didn't score in. So yeah, it would be, it would be a brave man. I think actually an enforced rest is probably good for him considering Mm. his injury history. I don't see why he's not going to come back and score goals. I just hope that I get the points elsewhere in the next couple of game weeks. And yeah. then I think it's just ticking time bomb for when he gets his hamstring injury. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, if you're listening, Michael Antonio, we, we wish you all the best and we hope that you have a... a no one a, listens to this. No, no one famous <laughs> listens to this. We had, if who you, was it last week that was meant to be listening? Ronaldo and Harvey Elliott. Yeah, Harvey Elliott, that's right. Yeah. And Josh Brownhill in our first episode, if I remember rightly. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, if, if you are a famous listener, then obviously do let us know um, the best way to get in touch. Should have said this at the top of the show, um, but it is uh, at FF Face Off Pod on Twitter. Shout out to you, Tom, by the way, because you're doing some great work on there. Um, my my particular favourite, because Tom and I share the Twitter um, kind of profile. With it's like joint custody of a child. It is like joint custody and um, you're the more active parent and you tweeted yes. Benny Blanco, um, which which very much made me laugh when I was at work. And we don't mind saying this, you know, our hope is that this time next year, both Tom and I are two of the highest ranked kind of um, FPL and Sky um content creators so you know we we know our stuff or well my, we certainly not not really a hope not really a hope for some of us fits some of us are <laughs> the highest ranked content creator in fpo and sky at the moment but i didn't want to bring yes. it up on the podcast, <laughs> no, well, there we are. of course no it's so humble of you not to bring it up mate um it's not it's not, it's not a competition well but actually it is a competition and, and i'm winning it but um as <laughs> it would be a competition really no, absolutely. But um, but yeah, the, the point stands, you know, if, if you do have any questions or you'd like to um, just kind of, even if it was private, you know, and you just wanted some advice on what to do with your team. And the reason I say that is we're, uh, <laughs> so I was chatting with a friend of mine at work. I'll call him Paul because that's, that's, that's his name. name. Um, but that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't give away uh, everything. Um but so Paul is an FPL player. He does listen to the pod. So shout out to you. Um, but he used his wild card uh, two weeks ago and he brought in Antonio on his wild card, who then probably gets got sent off. Now that's quite unlucky. Yeah. Um, however, not really knowing how the wild card worked, that's the only transfer that he made. So he brought in Antonio, <laughs> pressed play wild card. And just went along his merry day. So his wild card uh, resulted in one transfer and a minus one score. Um, so as soon as I saw, I was, uh, or as soon as he told me, I was absolutely gutted. Uh, so yeah, Paul, do let us know. We're happy to help. <laughs> I love this new section, which is 
listeners anonymous confessions so if you've got any anonymous confessions then get in touch we'd like to hear them yes do and um, the email address of course is fffaceoffpod at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you cool so um i think that have you ever checked round, i have checked it um checked it today uh we have got a, a couple of emails from google uh just to see if we're actually human uh but you know apart, apart from that <laughs> do they want any help with their fpl teams or just it, i will i'll do some outreach and i'll try and find find someone who is for sure um there'll be cool. someone on the internet there, there'll be someone on the internet so so that rounds off our um our initial kind of fpl chat uh we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back with you in a moment right we are back and of course it is that time of the show where we find out has anyone or can anyone get more than mo more than mo mo always scores more than one goal some say he's starting to slow he's not indestructible can anyone out there score more than mo that's right it's more than mo the best loved feature in probably podcast history uh, also one of the easiest and most simple to explain now it may be easier to explain this week because one of us has actually won and the rules are simple each week tom and i will nominate one player who has to be below 10 million pounds in value who will score more than mo salah if we pick correctly tom or i will get three points for the win it's the away win the classic away win if neither of our players score more than Mo, but one of them gets closer, uh, then we will get one point. Okay. So last week I picked for my guess. Um, let me just have a quick double check. Uh, I know exactly who you picked. I picked Ishmael Asar with a 15-point haul. The you star did. of the game week. The star of the game week. And I picked Ferran Torres, one of many players who did nothing and did not even feature so for the first time in more than mo history we have an outright winner and that is you mr oy oy. Oy oy. Yes. so um yeah very well done top of the league top, top, of, the top league. of the league you are yes um i have two points um by virtue of my rather scraggly bruno and mason uh both getting closer than the mo but you smashed it so yeah very well done to you how do you feel thank you mate um i mean i hate this feature as much as the listeners now to be honest <laughs> we just go through the motions each week it's like a loveless marriage um i not not least because your vocals are clearly pushed up on the on the jingle when I i'm the recognized singer in, in the partnership <laughs> you're the yeah. recognized singer um, uh, we'll record it. I think though, that's let down to the listeners. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but it's it's good to win it. I think it is a good competition. It is a good name for a, a feature. No one can deny that, and I'm sure someone <laughs> out there enjoys it. So yeah, at least I'm absolutely. winning it. Now. At least it's another thing I can win on the podcast. Yeah, it must be must be really tough for you winning all this all this stuff, mate. Well done. And um, so uh, as <laughs> as the winner, 
Um, I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. Everything in my life is going just great. As as the winner, who's your pick for next week? Quick rundown of the fixtures. We've got Chelsea City, United Villa, Everton Norwich, Leeds West Ham, Leicester Burnley, Watford Newcastle, Brentford Liverpool, Southampton Wolves, Arsenal Tottenham and Palace Brighton. Who are you going for, mate? Well, in, in the early weeks, I was going for players who weren't in my team, just little punts. And this week, obviously, or last week, I obviously went for Saar, who was in my team, and it worked out well for me. So this week, there's another player who's in my team, a player who I'm backing to come back with a vengeance, outscore his teammate. It's Diogo Jota. Interesting. Nice. Okay, so Diogo Jota for you. Um, I am... I'm really torn. Part of me wants to go for uh, Ishmael Saar because I think that he could do well uh, against Newcastle. But I'm going to go for the similarly priced. In fact, I think he might be 0.1 more expensive. Um, I'm going to go for Antonio. I'm going to back Antonio against Leeds to do the business. So I will adjust our notes now. So Tom's guess was Jota. Mine is Antonio. Perfect. Tune in next week to see who got more than Mo. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? As always, once we've heard from uh, Mo Salah, it's time to hear from our next favourite Premier League star. It's Mr Jack Grealish. Now, what have all been up to? The Jack Grealish Diaries. Dear Diary, this week I was very excited as the team got our new FIFA 22 ratings. I play a lot of FIFA as I find it's a good way to take my mind off of work. I'm currently serving a seven-day ban from Xbox Live, however, after calling an eight-year-old boy from Wolverhampton a cheating little prick. I think it's a bit out of order, though, as he is my nephew. Unfortunately, the card reveals caused some tension in the dressing room after we let some fake cards out. Walks was furious that his fake card gave him 78 pace and spent the morning making the youth team race him. <laughs> it was fine at first, but once he got to the under nines, we had to show him the real card. Scott Corson saw the funny side with his card as he only had a four for pace, but we've not had the heart to tell him that that one wasn't a fake. <laughs> this weekend, we're away to Chelsea, which means I get to face off against Mountie. Brackets, Mason Mount. The press have tried to build a rivalry between us because he keeps getting picked for the England team ahead of me, despite me being better at football. I like Mounty, but he is fed up of being labelled as boring and has seen the attention I get for my legs, so he is currently working on trying to get the thickest neck in football. He told me he's currently doing 500 neck push-ups a day, and it's now so thick that last week he had to be cut out of a wetsuit. I don't know where that came from. I was just very ill when I had to write this in 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, it's got a thick neck. After the game, he's asked me if I can come back to his so he can show me his collection of LucasAid bottles from around the world. I told him that stuff like that is why he gets labelled as boring, but he wasn't having none of it. Tell me if you still think it's boring after you've seen a watermelon-flavoured LucasAid sport only ever released in Ecuador, he said. <laughs> Personally, I'd rather spend another morning timing Kyle Walker racing children. Lighters! <laughs> oh, very nice, as always. Great to hear from, uh, from our mate Jack. I hadn't thought that. I actually thought he was quite weedy, right. but... Um, um, he was quite weedy, but he's been working on his neck. He definitely well, has. There we go. If you see the, 
the little eye dents they have on Channel Four for Samsung. Right, his, his neck is wider than his head. Okay, nice. And he's not well, particularly muscly anywhere else. He's got a very thick neck. <laughs> very thick neck. Good. Well, I shall look out for that. And um, if we have any Thai salesmen uh, or women, then, you know, maybe Mason Mount's a good target for you. Who knows? That's what I could have written in the diary. But I couldn't think of a reference for necks. I saw the polo <laughs> neck jumpers, but I knew that John McGinn is sponsored by the Edinburgh Willem Mill and I didn't want to tread on his toes. <laughs> Oh god! I, I recommended the pod to someone at work, and they said they found it. And they're like, "Is it called John McGinn's Wee?" <laughs> I just went, "Yes, it is." <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the pod. Um, oh, brilliant stuff! So uh, cool, right? So as always, we've um, we enjoyed... wonder why no one listens. We do wonder why tens of people uh, are turning off in their droves. Um, Cool. So let's have a chat. I think it's time for us to um, have a look at our Sky Fantasy Football. And uh, again, it's been a it's been another all right week for us both, actually. So why don't you kick off in the hope that you're readier than I am? Yes. Well, um, I'm not sure if it's been a good week or not. Like as I've been saying with Sky, it's hard to tell where you, you are really because of the transfers used. Um, but Saar again came big for me in this. Um, I got a 20 point haul with Saar and. I've got 133 weekly points and I'm now up to 215 in the, the whole thing in the league. Um, unfortunately, I've already used five transfers because I've had so many injuries. Mm. I just have to keep taking people out. I've taken up this week alone, I've taken up Pickford, Webster and Rafinha. Now, Rafinha might not be injured, but I've got Bamford, who I bought in for Antonio. And I just thought I've already got Leeds cover and taking up Rafinha meant I could go down to Gallagher and bump up my defence a little bit. But then Mendy didn't start. So it wasn't the best game week, but it, it, it's gone okay. I'm, I'm ranked 215. I can't complain about that, but I think I've used too many transfers. What's the highest rank you've ever had in Sky? Because um, I obviously I've never played it. So I only today found out how many people actually play it. Well, to be honest, like I used to just play it casually and it was just a, a friend's mini league we was in. And I used to do quite well in that. And I'd won it a couple of times. And it was only last season, sort of halfway through the season, I started trying to take it a bit more seriously. And I got to around 1,000 and something. So just over 1K, which isn't particularly impressive, but it, it felt like achievable to get higher than that. And um, a lot of the content creators aim for the top 100 and like get very close to, re- to winning. The guys from the Free For One podcast are in the top 100, a lot of them. And um, Planet FPL, James and Planet FPL was, I think, ranked in the top 50 last year. What you've got to remember as well is that um, if there's 100,000 players in Sky, if you're in the top 1,000, then, you know, you're in the top 1%, which is which is amazing, obviously. So I will reveal, I, I might as well reveal it now. So I'm going to give a shout out later to, um, to someone who very kindly let us know via Twitter um, that there are currently uh, about 311,000 people playing the Sky game. Now, that may be individual people playing the game or it may be individual entries. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but either way, if let's say it's individual entries, you know, to be up there where we both are is good. I, I say where we are. Obviously, I'm in a slightly different position. but No, you're not, though, really. There's not a lot of point difference in it at the moment. And no. I think once you take away all the people who are just plowing through the transfers every week, I think everyone's pretty tightly huddled together. There are a few good Sky players who are ranked quite highly at the moment who might take a bit of chasing down. But yeah, a lot of us in a similar position with various transfers used. 
yeah it was a very interesting one wasn't it and you know i think i think moving forward we're more likely to talk about the one sky team than than both of them um just for time really because you know we we want our ten listeners to stay loyal to the whole show um but so i i got 109 points which again you know, it's it's a great feeling to get over 100 points. Obviously, it's slightly easier in this game in that you get three kind of bites of the, the cherry with the captain. But I had Rafinha, the captain on Friday, got me 22 points. I then transferred him out, but I did that yesterday. So I'm in a similar position to yourself in terms of transfers used. I had Pickford, who didn't play, and then Webster was injured as well. So I transferred out Pickford for Mendy who is now in uh, injured as well. I've got Diaz, White, Rudiger and Duffy. Um, Duffy kind of let me down a little bit, but that's all right. In fact, I think I put Duffy in for, for Webster, but he, he, you know, we got something, nothing from Torres, put in Conor Gallagher, nothing from Antonio. So, you know, to have three players in your starting 11, not play at all. And then to still come out with 109, I'm ranked 1,206. Don't get me wrong. It's difficult for me to be as happy as I would be if, um, you know, if you weren't at 7K in the world for, for the FPL. But I'm, I'm very happy for you. You're only, what's crazy about that, by the way, is you're only 30 points ahead of me. So it just goes to show, you know, it is still at this stage, it is still very, very tight. Yeah, but 30 points, that's, that's a game week score for you. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. Good. Um, Maybe two game weeks. Maybe two, maybe two, but, um, but yeah, so I think that we, you know, certainly with the sky, uh, it's very interesting and, you know, it's very important that you have your finger on the pulse, um, of it because it's so easy to just kind of do your Friday deadline and almost forget about sky. Whereas <laughs> now my, my weekly ritual contains FPL fan team and both my sky teams as well. So it's, um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I think with sky as well, like it's okay doing that planning initially, but then, like this week, when you see Pickford's injured in in the Saturday game, you then have to decide whether you want to get him out in time for the Sunday to bring in a goalkeeper in the, in the Sunday games, which is mm. what we both did for Mendy. Mm. Probably doing that quicker than we'd have liked to have done. Haven't done the proper research and seen that Mendy's carrying an injury from the European game. I'm not yeah. sure if we knew about that anyway, but but no, a few people made that transfer and punished for it. Um, so yeah, you have to think on your feet a little bit more. And there's always, because the transfers are so precious, because you can't take a minus four, you have to think sometimes, is it better just riding it out and just hoping that Pickford makes it to the following game week? And we'd have been better doing that this week because Mendy hasn't played. We could have had yes. another week's information, essentially. Well, it's not too long, is it, until the um, till the international break? I think we've only got two more game weeks to play and then it is the international break. So... You know, and that's that's a real kind of turning point for for the season. Certainly for teams like Chelsea, that's when they start to to go on a really good run. So it doesn't make such a difference in in Sky because obviously you know you don't want to be burning those transfers if you can. But yeah, so I've I've used four, um, so I'm at thirty six to go, which is you know it's fine. Thirty six is fine, right? If I, in an ideal world, well, that I team... think most people, most most of the top players, they're going to own at least one or two of. Webster, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, uh, Pickford, Richarlison, is he injured or was he just not select? He was injured as well. He yeah, um, must have been injured to, a lot of, to have not played. Yeah, there's a lot of key players who have been injured who are going to have to be replaced. So I think most people do, have done at least two, probably three, four. I think five is probably the maximum, which is where I'm at. But 
I'm ranked at 215, so I think it almost justifies it. No, absolutely. Can you see the leaderboard to see who, how many points you are behind number one? I can. So I'm on 543. Number one's at 628, but you can't see their team in Sky because no. not everyone's got a public team. They could well have used 30 transfers at this point or however yeah. many, many games week you've had, 25. So yeah. it's, um, it's hard to compare yourself at this point. So yeah, just keep yeah. on making sure you've got your captains covered, trying to pick decent captains. I, I punted a little bit on the Leeds game. I went with Bamford because I had Bamford and Rafinha and I knew most people yeah. were on Rafinha and obviously it never paid off. I should have stuck it on Rafinha and I'd be ranked higher than I am now. But um, yeah, I think it's the safer bet with Sky is to go with the most popular choice as captain and then you can stay in contention with everyone. But mm. I, I like to have a little gamble now and again and it, it, it doesn't always pay off. Yeah, but as you say, it's... Um... It's it's one of those things. Part we you know we've we've given love to the always cheating guys, but their big their big mantra is always make fantasy fun again. You know, it's it's a very serious thing. There's there's what's the point in in doing it if we're not we're not going to have a laugh with it? So yes, and um, and what are your thoughts for this week then in terms of your sky thoughts? Well, I'm desperately trying to keep my team just together. I just don't want anyone to get injured again in the first. Game day, I've got going to have Ronaldo captained. We'll see the team sheets in that game. So I'm sure his start, but you, you'll definitely know he's playing. Um, so I've got Ronaldo captain. On the Sunday, I had planned to take Salah out for, for Kane on the Sunday, mm. but I'm going to reevaluate that this week because Kane has just looked terrible. He always likes to score against Arsenal, but I'm just not sure he's going to do that this season. So I may just save that transfer for now. I think I'd be more likely to put in Son at the moment than Harry Kane. But um, I'll take a look at that, especially because I've used so many transfers. I might not do that one. On the Monday game, I've now got Conor Gallagher and Lewis Dunk to choose from. I could have gone to Duffy like you have. I thought I'm probably booking in a transfer later down the line. And again, I've used too many. Dunk will stay in that team for the rest of the season as long as he stays injury free. He's always good for passing bonus and he gets he gets a lot of goals in the season usually. So yeah, I'm going to stick with him. Nice. So yeah, mainly just don't get anyone injured. Yes, that's that's a dream. Um, I'm looking at this and I'm contemplating making a really silly decision because I don't like having Torres in my um in my team. I just don't. I don't really know why I put him in on overhaul. I do know why I put him in on overhaul because at the time Foden and KDB weren't playing and he was, oh he's he's playing false nine. He's getting loads of chances and obviously he had that massive haul earlier in the season, but. I'm a bit worried about him being on my team and I'm kind of looking at it and thinking I prefer to have Ishmael Assar in there. But Well, I've... I wouldn't do anything just yet because on the Saturday they kick off at 12.30 as well. So you can look at the team sheet at half 11. Yeah. If he's not playing, then yeah, may well be worth taking him out. But if he's starting oh, yeah. up top, even though against Chelsea, you might as well leave him in and save your transfers. Yes, yes. Wise words. Wise words. Oh, great one. Um, Should but, be a catchphrase, uh... mate. <laughs> uh, as always you know it's it's always really good to um kind of have that different what i really like about the sky game is that you even if like let's say for example you don't have a massive haul on the friday game your captain doesn't bang what's great is that on the saturday and potentially the sunday you could have two really good game weeks and so you can claw it back so it is exactly it, that, yeah yeah it is nice i do um i do enjoy sky and I mean, obviously, we're we're going to be doing this podcast forever. Um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the game enough to to play for sure. 
Yeah, it, it doesn't have to ruin your weekend in the same way as FPL because, like you say, you can blank on that Friday and you can even bring in transfers over the weekend if you want to. If someone, if one of your players gets injured on a Friday, you can bring in someone and make it a bit more fun for you. So it can make or break your weekend like any fantasy game, but at least you can last till the Sunday with this one. Yes, um, or the Monday if, if there's Monday night football. Or the Monday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excellent, good. Um, so... I think it would only be right for us to have a look at our new feature now. What do you reckon? Yes, our new feature, replacing Slate Your Team. I know you mentioned it in the intro, Slate Your Team, but um, I'm not sure Slate Your Team is having the benefit I intended it to do. I thought I would take apart these people's teams. They'd have an epiphany. They'd realise everything they'd done wrong and they would correct it all and they would fly up their mini leagues. But I'm seeing what happens is it, it crushes people's morale. I feel like Jose Mourinho just telling Luke Shaw he's fat and they just lose all ability. And like we've seen Paul Proctor, he's in the gutter now after what <laughs> I did to him in those early episodes. And uh, it's a shame to see it. So what we're going to do for the time being is slate your team is scrapped. Unless you really want me to pull your team apart and you contact us and you send it and you, and you ask for it specifically and there's no mm. slate your team. Instead, I've got a new feature for us this week, Fitz. Oh, exciting. Right. Yeah. Exciting. Yes. Um, I was waiting for your response. It's, it's difficult <laughs> by Zoom. I thought you were buffering, but you're, you're still there. Um, right. Basically, I feel that we're starting to take this a little bit too seriously. And especially this game week, a lot of people haven't had the game week they'd hoped for. Their ranks have been dropping and it does have an effect on people, especially mm. when you're, you're in the Twitter bubble, in the FPL community. It can ruin your weekend if you, if you don't get a good score. So what I thought we'd do is we bring someone in from the outside, a fellow comedian who hates fantasy football with a passion. He has no interest in this whatsoever. In fact, he's had quite a popular tweet this weekend, scathing um, anyone who plays the game or has any interest in the concept of fantasy football. So <laughs> I thought I'd get him in for a Q&A session, get him to answer our questions, get an outsider's view, get hmm. an outsider's opinion on what we should be doing with our team. Someone who is not deep in the game. So um, shall we give that a go? I think that sounds good. And I think you're right. You know, we are both guilty, I think, of, of caring almost too much. So how refreshing to speak to someone who could not care less. Um, I'm very excited for this. Uh, so, yeah, please. That's who are we going to be speaking to, Tom? Tell our lovely okay, listeners. So, so the man on the other end of the, the Zoom setup on his, <laughs> on his son's gaming headset. Looking Spare gaming <laughs> headset, actually. Looking I'm very cool. That. Looking like he's about to abuse an American child who has beat him on Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> and his name is Ben Thurston. Hello. Hello, Ben. How you doing? <laughs> That's the level of enthusiasm <laughs> I expect from you, Ben. He doesn't want to be here. He, he's, he's drinking beer. I imagine he's had quite a few already because it's it's quite late on a Monday. And I, he didn't want to do this, but he's here. And we've got some <laughs> questions for you. Are you ready to field them, Ben? Yes. So just to <laughs> so just to introduce um, yourself a little bit, Ben. So are you a fan of football? Uh, I, I quite like football. I mean, like not uh, not not so that I would um, I, I would watch Everton play if it was on the telly, and I would watch England play, but nice. I, I wouldn't necessarily um, watch the playoff finals or anything that didn't relate to anything I cared about. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who won the Champions League expert we're introducing nice. into the podcast guys this is the reason you're subscribing every week this is the reason we're getting <laughs> tens and tens of people coming back every week uh, I can't wait for this good so Ben first question uh, all important a lot of people had red arrows this 
game week and dropped rank. How would you advise someone deals with a bad game week? I mean, uh, get over it, go out, <laughs> do do something else, read a book. I mean, read a book. That would be a, you know, not not about football, but just read a book. Um, or get some stats, some, underlying stats. Uh, yeah, or, or eat greens. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, either or. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I'd also sort of think that if, if someone's getting upset about, I mean, you described it as red arrows. I imagine you mean they've done poorly. I mean, if someone's getting upset about that, I think they, they perhaps need to look at what's what's really making them unhappy. Because <laughs> it can't just be that. <laughs> it's, um, I mean, so, sometimes it can just be that. You're, you're quite right, though. Uh, red arrows basically means in terms of your progress, you, yeah, you've fallen and like or real red you're in a synchronized um aircraft display team exactly so, <laughs> yeah. look at it on the positive side that's what you're saying <laughs> good okay cool <laughs> um right uh, this is a popular question in the community right now a lot of us are very deep into this and we're struggling to sort of see the wood for the trees um so can you accommodate salah lukaku and ronaldo into your squad what's the freemium as we like to call it weaken your team too much i mean i suppose the real question is does it matter? <laughs> I mean, that's you're not the manager of a football team. These aren't real people. I mean, they are real, real people, but they're not, you know, it has no bearing. It has no bearing. So um, I would say you could do that or you could not do that. And it literally <laughs> will make no difference to, to anything. <laughs> nice. good input on that one um, I think that's, that's answered that one uh, I, I think so right so um, as, as an Everton fan perhaps you'll be able to offer uh, an insight yeah. on, on, on this is Damari Gray a good pick or is his current form just, just unsustainable I mean I think I'd, I'd, I'd refer you back to, to my previous answer it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you a story. My, my kids, when, when they were little, my kids used to do a thing where they played hotels. And what they would do is come <laughs> to you and give you like a menu of what you could have for your lunch and tell you what room you'd be staying in. And you'd fill it in and they'd bring you pretend food and you'd eat the pretend food. <laughs> and then they'd give you a pretend bill. And I suppose what I'm saying really is that, that you're, you're worrying about your fantasy football league is, is actually less worthy of respect than that is. <laughs> I mean, there is still a chance that my kids will turn out to be hoteliers. I, I, I don't think I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm bursting anyone's bubble when I suggest that <laughs> neither of you are going to be called up to to manage a, a Premiership football team <laughs> in, in this lifetime. Well, you, you say that, but um, I'm ranked top one percent in the world at the moment, so let's not throw around accusations like that, will you? Really? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, next question then: Will Adama Traore ever match his XG and XA potential? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay, nice. thank you. I know you're in the top 1%, uh, Tom, and, and that's that's presumably worthy of respect, but, it, you know, it isn't. It isn't. You could be in the bottom 1%. I wouldn't respect you any less. <laughs> so what, what you're saying is toss a coin, both are equally toss as important. Coin. <laughs> yes, both are equally as important. That's That's okay. exactly what I'm saying. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, we just got one last question. Fitz, do you want to take this last question? Uh, it would ben, it because would be... I'm sure the listeners are on the edge of their seats. Um, I mean, if if anyone was not listening to our podcast for sound fantasy football advice, they will be from now on. Um, 
so this one is, should we get our transfers done early in the game week to avoid price changes? Or should we wait to see what happens in the midweek cup games first? When you say price changes, Fitz, mm. is there any real money involved? <laughs> um, well, if you win the yeah. league, then you will get a, a stress ball, a Premier League branded <laughs> stress ball. So not money, but prizes. Better than money. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if you're playing fantasy football, you probably don't know how to play chess. No, stress, stress ball. Stress yes, ball. We, I thought you said chess board. Well, no, stress ball makes no. a lot more sense. That does make <laughs> it's a, a very stressful sense. job that we've got. It's a very stressful That's job it. we have as managers. And if you win three years in a row, you could learn to juggle. And that would be a better <laughs> use of your time. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. I, I would say get them done get them done early get them done late don't do them at all it's it's uh <laughs> you know horses for courses so uh, well okay I mean, that, great that's, that, that's, that ben. that's ben everyone <laughs> i think what ben's general vibe is is that you you need to do what you want to do as a manager and or, or not the important thing is your decision and yeah i would also just stress you're not managers <laughs> oh, so thank you for joining us ben um, yeah, i hope you very much. that has been enlightening for you and i hope it's made you feel better about your your game week and um your life choices couldn't agree thank more. you very much for having me legend Thanks. thank you very much take care ben So we have discussed our plans for Sky and now, of course, it's time for us to look ahead to the FPL game week. So um, as you are leading the way uh, by 30 points and 150,000 places, um, <laughs> uh, let's hear from you, Tom. What are, your, what are your thoughts? So you've got one free transfer, still a wild card in the bank. What are you thinking? Well, I'm looking at my team and what I'm thinking is perfect. Don't need to do anything. Um <laughs> No, it's there's a few players in there. I don't really want to be in there anymore. I've from the start, I've got some guy called Stipe Parika at Watford. He plays from Maccabi Tel Aviv. I think he'd moved before the season had even started. Brown Hill, I don't really want there anymore. Luke Hailing, I don't want there anymore. But my starting eleven is fine. I've got Sanchez in goal. Lewis Dunk away to Crystal Palace. Trent away to Brentford. Luke Shaw at home to Villa. Livermento at home to Wolves. Four at the back. I'm happy with that. Um, Jota and Salah, Saar at home to Newcastle, Ben Rama away to Leeds, and then Ronaldo and Lukaku up front. So I'm going to ride that for this game week, take two transfers into the next, and then it will be time to take Jota out, I think. And I'm going to try and get some Chelsea defenders into that team. So that's the plan going forward. Very nice. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's... um... I think that sounds like a, a good idea, mate. You know, obviously you're in a you're in a very healthy position and lots of managers have already activated their wild card. I don't know exactly the um uh the the figures, but certainly lots and lots of people have done that and yeah. Increasingly it's... so as well. I think I'm still really unsure about a lot of stuff. Like I'm gonna get Jotter out after this game week, but I don't know who to go to yet. Like I wanted to go to Rafinha, but is he carrying one, maybe two injuries now? I don't know. Um, I don't really want to go to Wolves, but then if they did really well this game week, I, I might consider it. Um, Conor Gallagher, I like, but his fixtures aren't very good. And mm. I don't believe in Demari Gray. I don't believe he can keep it up. So there's still so many unknowns about those sort of six and a half million or less midfielders. I'm sure there's some diamonds there. But I don't know which ones. 
Yeah, and you've well, you've got, in my opinion, probably the best one in terms of Ishmael Assar. He's the one I think is most likely to 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 bang over the the kind of coming weeks. But well, yeah, um, the next couple of weeks at least. And Ben Ben Rama, like he's he keeps on doing it. Yeah, that goal was very lucky, <laughs> and I think it was oh. going wide, but he still got the points. Yeah, massively lucky and very um yeah, very wide, but um yeah, <laughs> it's it all counts, doesn't it? So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking at my team and I'm seeing three flags at the moment. Trent, Eiling, and Rafinha have all got flags. So whatever happens, I won't be doing anything until um, kind of a little bit later on. I'm loath it's sort to of get rid of. Suggested that Trent will be back already by yes. the weekend. I'm I'm almost certainly will, and I'm I'm pretty loath to get rid of him before they play Brentford anyway. Even though I don't they think have get rid of him anyway, even if he missed that game. Well, yeah, absolutely. So. The trouble is, um, when I look at my team, you know, there's people that I would like to kind of get in and I'm looking at two free transfers and obviously it's this game week and then you've got Chelsea's good run. So logically, it would be good to get some some Chelsea assets in. However, Chelsea next week are um, playing Man City, right? So yes. it's it, it almost they're seems... They're good at City. They're Say good again? at City. They're good at City. They look like the best team in this league by a mile at the moment. Mm. I still think you you can get them in. What, what's your team then, and, and who would you lose? So yeah, look, looking at it now, I mean, um, it would it potentially might be sure for um, well, oh, Shaw's a silly one because I, I know that Shaw can come good. I'm just we're still not quite right at the back, and you know while we're getting the points, that 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 doesn't really matter too much, but. The, the holes in my team, I, I don't like Jota. I don't like owning Jota because he <laughs> he, he flatters to deceive. And I, I, I just feel like every time I have him, he 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 fails. But I know that if I get rid of him, he will he will start you to do well. So Brentford away, I don't think. No, exactly. It's it's although Brentford are defending well, you know, so it's yeah, one of those yeah. that it, it could it just doesn't feel right though. You can get rid of him if you want. Well, absolutely, but you're right, it doesn't <laughs> feel it doesn't feel right. So but I do have the two free transfers. You need to use one, I think. Well, yeah, there's there's no point in wasting wasting one, even if I just kind of shore up. Trouble is, I don't have a lot of money in the bank. Um, uh, in fact, I don't have any money in the bank, and so you know, it's it is tricky to know what to do. Um, the the What's starting eleven. So starting eleven wise, at the moment, it's going to be Sanchez, Trent, Shaw, Kufal, Ailing, Greenwood, Salah, Rafinha, Jota, Ronaldo, and Antonio with a bench of Omobomadele, Tony and Brownhill. So, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not bad enough for a wild card, but I don't feel like there's, I also well, don't I've, feel very inspired. Personally, I'd, I'd probably downgrade Greenwood at this point. I think Ronaldo's, I think United's fixtures are getting tougher um, after the next couple of game weeks and Greenwood seems pushed out on that wing a bit more. He's having far fewer shots now that Ronaldo's in the team. Mm. He's obviously not just sharing things with Bruno now, he's got Ronaldo taking those chances. So I'd downgrade Greenwood and get some money in your bank for Chelsea. Or, yeah. Or look at Tony because he did well for you this week, but their fixtures are getting tougher as well. Um, are they going to score against Liverpool? It's unlikely. It's unlikely, yeah. It's not impossible, but it is unlikely, I would say. Although you never know, they might get they might get a pen. He's on penalties, isn't he? So... Um, yeah, Greenwood, when I was having a little play with it, obviously Greenwood and Jota are a similar cost. But again, it feels feels silly to get rid of Greenwood before Villa. But 
yeah ultimately that's that's kind of where my dilemmas are at the moment so we'll see um if i if i do downgrade um greenwood then you know i can there's 1.6 in the bank if i get sar or if i go down to conor gallagher for for example of the t- of the transfers i'm most likely to make it is going to be to get ishmael Asar in um mainly because i thought i had him in and i was celebrating like a madman and then realized <laughs> that i didn't have him which is super annoying so yeah that's that's probably where i am to be fair and that's something that I'm, I'm starting to sort of mold my Sky and FPL team into one a little bit because yeah. it's very hard to celebrate someone scoring in one game when you know it's punishing you in the other. So <laughs> I've got Sar in both. I've got Ronaldo in both. Yeah. I've got Dunk in both. And yeah, there's quite a few similar players that are shared across both games. Yes, excellent. Good. So as we like to do every week, it's time for us to give a Twitter shout out. And this week's Twitter shout out is for uh, the Twitter account at FF stuff. Uh, in fact, to give him his proper name at FF stuff three digit three. So um, it's got a brilliant website, FF stuff.co.uk. Um, he plays seemingly all the kind of fantasy sports, FPL, Sky, um, the Sun Dream Team fan team and the Telegraph fantasy football as well. Now, I wasn't really familiar with him, but it was the boys on the three for one podcast that um, kind of alerted me to uh, FF stuff. And uh, he uh, is a he. I don't know his name. Sorry. But um, some of the work that he I think does. He's very secretive. I think he's anonymous. Right. OK, nice. Well, he uh, or they does some really, really great work in terms of graphics. So it, it's basically kind of dissecting some of the data that we um, have access to in the FPL community and um, making it really kind of simple to to digest. And I know that the the boys on the FF Sky, um, the Sky FF podcast, I know that they regularly use it and Fergie, et cetera, um, use that stuff. So it's well worth a look. You know, there's um, uh, uh, some really interesting kind of just data that is much more manageable to, to see. Have you have you seen the account? And checked yeah, out? I, I use it every week. I, I check my game scores on on his website because uh, the sky map center on there it shows you who scored who got the assist it shows you how many passes shots and tackles everyone's made which is so important in the sky game because you get to wow. see where the tierings are you see that like ailing's free passes away from tier two bonus or whatever it might be yeah. um so yeah that's i that's my go-to website for checking football scores in fact excellent good well there we go that's um uh, another reason to to go and check out the website so brilliant well yeah big big thanks to at ff stuff three and uh do go and give them a follow on twitter and check out ffstuff.co.uk And there it is, the twilight of the show as we approach the uh, the final countdown. <laughs> that very nearly sounded like something else. Um, it is time for us to hear from our favourite of all the Premier League managers. That is, of course, our mate, Sean Dyche. Well, this weekend was filled with many unexpected surprises, with red arrows in FPL of all different shapes and sizes. Players getting dropped all over the shop. Not even the keepers were safe from the chop. But in, but in Burnley, we're hard and we play through the pain. Unless I can see your bone, then it's only a spray. <laughs> <laughs> 
you don't miss a game. <laughs> Sorry. You don't miss a game for us with a note from your mum. I'm not telling the journals that you've got a runny bum. A runny bum, uh, yes. A, a runny bum. It's weeks like this that make FBL casuals call it quits because you can plan for every outcome, but not for Trent getting the shit. <laughs> yes, lovely poem. Uh, lovely poem from Sean Dyche once again. Oh, well, it's been a pleasure, uh, a pleasure as always. Thank you to you, uh, Mr. Glover, and thank you to you, listeners. Um, we will be back next week. Very best of luck with your fantasy football. And <laughs> thank you. To... And you liked the poem, didn't you? you liked I did like the poem. Like yeah, I did. He's really much. discovering his creative juices now. He is, yeah. Although not Trent's juices. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. Terrible turn of phrase at that particular moment. <laughs> um, oh, brilliant. Well, yeah, very best of luck to you all. Thank you for listening. And uh, don't forget to give us a shout on Twitter at FF Faceoff Pod. Give us Tell a your review mates. and subscribe. Sign your mates up to the podcast. We want to get a hundred downloads this week. Yeah, we would love that. Please, please do tell your mates. It's not much to us, no. And um, yeah, we'll, fact, we'll be very, pathetic. very hundred downloads is pathetic. <laughs> so I'm sure you can help us achieve a pathetic total of a hundred downloads. But we would, we would be delighted with that. We really would. Um, we, we will keep, we will keep doing counts. what we're doing. And um, yeah, best of luck for your weeks, and we'll see you very soon. Later's, later's. <laughs>